little children of all ages. Welcome to another fun-filled, fun-packed episode of Conversations about dot, dot, dot. My name is Will. Today, I get the honor and privilege uh, to not only get to know, but also get to talk to Mr. Jay Major. Uh, Jay has been tearing up circuits and states as far as hero clicks goes. And so I hadn't heard much from him. So I was like, well, let me reach out to him, see if he wants to sit down and talk to somebody. And so I was just like, okay. And so we sat down because he actually ended up uh, at the Kentucky States uh, on the 22nd of July. All right. Mr. Major, just go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Name is Jay Major, uh, Ohio. I am now the current Kentucky State champion. It has been the only one that's been, been eluding me for the last since states have been going on. So I'm happy to say I got it. So now you know who I am. Okay. So Jay Major is running around going to states like Pokemon trainers, just running around whooping everybody. Uh, so just collecting badges and names. So first things first, when did you start playing Hero Clicks, Jay? Started playing Hero Clicks back in 2002 or three. I don't remember the exact year. I remember the set. I started, uh, my first set that I played was Ultimates. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, Cosmic Justice. Cosmic Justice. Okay. Yeah, I came in a little bit after that. I came in in Icons. Okay. Icons was my first set. And then I kind of started hunting backwards and looking at stuff like Ultimates and things like that. But it took a bit to get there. But at first, I was just like, this is a cool game. You know, I could run around with Captain America and Superman on a team at the same time. Right. And so I was just like, yeah. And then it just kind of, I just kind of got the sickness from there. And so now, you know, the plastic crack is a part of me. <laughs> that's a, that's what got me started into it. I was in a comic book store one day, and I was like, I saw these Legion of Superhero figures on a box, and I was like, ooh, I like Legion of Superheroes. Asked the guy how to, you know, what, what the game was. He told me, told me they played on Tuesday night. Um, I went went in, bought some figures, and came in on Tuesday and, and played. Got my uh, butt kicked for like six months, and I, then I started winning. It was it was uphill. It was uh, downhill from there. Yeah, I tell people all the time, man. The only way to get better is go through the lumps, man. Uh, in in wrestling terms, they call that paying your dues. Right. You know, there are going to be those times where you're going in and you're like, you know, okay, I'm building the stage. I'm I'm helping. I'm helping get the ring built. I'm helping do all that stuff, and it just takes that time. And you're going to have those times where it's not going to go super well for you you know you're going to go to your first uh win a map for example and just get blown out you're going to go to a state and just lose every match except like one maybe you're going to go through those times but the thing about it is you go in there to learn and it's like okay so how, how do i get better what do i do you know to make things to make things work better because that's the thing like i know people ask me at different times they'll say well you know how did you get to be so good i, I lost a lot <laughs> yeah you know, there, there's no easy remedy for it. There's no book out there. Like, there's no Scott Crampton book, you know, that, that tells me or, you know, Calder and them didn't write a book that says it's 12 easy steps to get into hero clicks and become a, a world champion or a state champion even. So, uh, now, Jay, almost serious questions here real quick. Number one, favorite hero clicks player that you played with? I played against or with? With. Um. If you're if you're gonna talk teams, the best person I played with that that I got three. I got Randy Carter, Easton, Easton Brock, and my son Jalen. Okay. Easton and I the first time I ever played Easton, we were in Texas at uh, Space Cadets. And it was first round. 
And so everybody was just like, oh, Lord, here we go. Here's a, here's another sucker up to die. And I'm just <laughs> going, yeah, maybe true, but I'm going to go in there and throw down. I'm going to go in there and give it everything I got. And I think about it in my second states. I think I've been through a few World Winter Cup, Winter Maps and things like that. And one states where it just was just bad. And so, you know, I went in there. And the thing about it was, that, yeah, he beat me pretty quick. But the thing about it was afterwards, he, he and I just sit down and pick the team apart. He was just like, okay, well, this is the team that you're running, and this is what you want to do. This is back when World, to give you a perspective of time, this is back when World's Finest was out the first time. Back when it was actually just the World's Finest set, and it wasn't a legacy card. We didn't even know what legacy cards were yet. Right. And so I had a World's Finest, uh, I think it was a World's Finest, uh, the, I can't think of her name now. She's the sister to, um, Manchester Black. Oh, and, and then uh, I think it was the Red Sun Wonder Woman. I think that was my Wait, team. Sister Mercy is that her name? No, no. It, it, I, I, she, she has. It's like a regular name. Name. It's not like a center like a code name or something. But anyway, oh. yes, Manchester Black sister. She had TK, and she was one of those that basically, if she was on a team that. If she was on a team that everybody else on her team was Justice League, that she granted them Justice League Dark. Gotcha. So because everybody else is on Justice League Dark, then she was able to theme team. She was like a, like an early cheat before there was a lot of the cheating that goes on now. I mean, celebrity, come on. I'm just saying. It's a lot of them out there. A lot of celebrities out there. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, so that was I the think- team. So we sat down and talked, and like, he just helped me really just – like, and people were blown away that we were talking. He was just like, and then so they would say, like, you know, why are you talking to him? Like, he just gusted you. I was like, because the only way you get better is by asking people who are better than you how to get better. What, what mistakes did they make? You gotcha. know, things like that. And so that was a learning experience for me. And so I got better off of that. You know, I'm not a super saiyan. You know, I can't get my heart, my chest blown out and then wake up and resuscitate <laughs> and be a better person. But I try to, you look about defeats as learning opportunities. Yes. And so, you know, I think that's an important thing. But you mentioned the team as the as as the member teammates and stuff like that. Uh, what's a good what's a piece that you enjoy playing recently? Recently, I enjoy playing. Uh, I enjoy playing the the, the Silver Surfers, Silver Surfer Carnage. Uh huh. Um, before that, it was Blackheart. I really enjoyed that. People were telling me. Uh, it's not that good. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's Blackheart's Black dumb. Like, especially, yes. I, I ran, I went up against a team. I had been out of the game for like five years. And like one of the first times I went, I think they had a winter map at the same store. And I went up, I would. I don't even remember what I played, but I ended up playing a guy who had a double Blackheart team with um, old boy. I can't think, he was running like a monster team. It was old boy from um, the Dark Metal, the, the Dark Knight's Metal that uh, whatever he goes up and swings, if he can charge up half and hit again and all this craziness. And he's just swinging on me doing that. And then uh, the, you know, the black hearts would just generate those hellfire club guards. Yeah. And then, you know, he had two of them and this is for extra swords. So then you give him the soul sword and it's even worse, <laughs> you know, cause now he's mystics. So you're telling you to take a double mystic damage or he's healing. You know, which I mean, it's already a bad thing. You know, so yeah, Blackheart could be good. I mean, is it is it as good as Carter Silver Surfer? Eh, it could definitely complement though. Yeah, 
it can uh yeah i i mean i gotta put right now put silver surfer carnage besides the moe chases which i haven't played those yet i'm letting everybody get their feel of those besides the moe chases it's gotta be the carnage then it's gotta be uh still black card if i'm if i'm going older sets um maybe maybe emperor gladiator okay still yeah with the with the rule change with the with the uh the resolu- with the after resolutions actions rule change. So yeah. somebody can tell you, you know, you gotta use your either use your your uh confidence token or roll your impervious. You know, it it's a give and take, but I those three pieces or those two pieces right there are probably my my best older up oh, forgot. I forgot the dooms. Can't forget the dooms. <laughs> the DJ dooms and everything. Yeah, can't can't forget them. They're they're pretty good too. Okay. So you t- you said you don't you haven't really gotten you haven't really let the you haven't really let the um, let the masters of evil chases come out to play yet. So going into states uh, yesterday with you, uh, what do you want to talk about? What team you played? I played uh, I played uh, two t- two surfer carnages, one with the red symbiote, one with skybreaker. I played um, two. Prize Apox, both with soul, both with Soul Swords. I played Genesis with Soul Sword. I played Death Metal Wonder Woman with the Dark Hold. She started out with the with a Soul Sword, but I was like, I need some, I need some proper plex on her first click. So I went to the Dark Hold. I played the Big Carnage. The Colossal with, Retaliator uh, one. Yes, the Colossal Retaliator with yeah. uh, with the six uh, with six uh, um, tarot cards. Ugh. Did you have Magic Jasper on? Did, did you have Magic Jasper to give uh, Death Metal Wonder Woman the Dark Hole, or did you just did you just give her a Dark Hole instead of the sword? Just no, 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 Mad Jim. I can't play Magic because I have a Destroyer on the side. Destroyer's on my oh, side. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that, I think that's I was, my yeah. Okay, okay. So basically, you were able to. It's a carnage. You had one carnage that was basically a carnage surfer that was basically playing scorpion. He's basically going skybreaker, get over here, dragging somebody in and just hitting them a bunch. Yeah. And then um, you have the other one that's just sitting there, just shooting everybody from you know and doing his damage. Yeah. And then you had Death Metal Wonder was like, okay, well if any of them get taken out, Death Metal Wonder Woman could just bring one of them back. Yes. You know. And then Carnage is big line. Carnage is just there to retaliate and do nutty stuff. You know, he's there to, to he's there to, to kill that one person or at least damage that one person. If he kills it, then my servers get to heal. You know, so it's 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 a given. For ten points, you can't play if you're playing monster team. Right, right. Especially if you're playing, you've already got a couple other symbiotes on your team. Especially if they're the symbiotes that are like the carnage surfer that are healing off whenever another symbiote kills somebody. Correct. Yeah, that just gets ridiculous. Um, I had a, I pulled pre-release at Spider-Man of Beyond Amazing. I pulled the Carnage cap, um, but then I think Calder needed it, and uh, so I ended up selling it to him. And because I mean, to be honest, if I was gonna play, if I was gonna have one to play it, it would definitely be Surfer, because he right. seemed like the one that was the most uh, destructive, and of course, also the most costly. You know, Mister, I came out of the box and I'm you know three hundred dollars, you know, pre-release <laughs> week, you know. And you know now he's settling it around between you know one seventy five two hundred ish, you know right. still crazy, and so you played them. What kind of stuff did you see across the table from you? 
Uh, I saw a lot of MOE chases and Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, Scarlet Witch, MOE chases, and Surfer Carnages. I had a couple people play uh, just uh, World's Finest and the Spider and the uh, Prime Spider Man, but mostly that's that's what I saw all day was uh, Scarlet Witch, Jim Jaspers, uh, MOE chases. Carnages, which I can't complain because I was playing them. Yeah. Um, and World's Finest. I had ran into one guy that played a uh, Sinister Syndicate team, which oh. did it, which didn't really hold up. But hey, the man, the guy had the guy was out there having fun, and I commend right. that for that. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing about World. That's the thing about going to play any tournament, especially when it's a bigger tournament with a lot of stuff on the line. Um, a lot more stuff on the line, rather as far as prizes. It's, it's one thing when you go into a tournament that's like, oh, it's your locals, you know, you're going there on a Wednesday night and just playing. You know, when you're going to the States, it's like, okay, so have I resolved that I'm going to try to learn, but also just enjoy myself no matter what? Or am I going to try to come in here and throw down? And it's cool to be able to see people just like, you know what, I'm having fun. If I walk out of here with nothing more than my dignity, then I'm good to go. I play, I came to play. And I enjoyed myself, and that's the greatest thing, you know. I, I think I, I think I was told back when I first got the game. It says if it ever feels, if it ever is no longer fun, get out because there's no point in staying in it. Yeah, you know. And so it can be really interesting when you try to be more competitive and learn how to be competitive at the same time. You know, it's, it's just you know you you grow and you learn and you get better at it, and how, whatever better is for you. You know, like I know I was talking with uh, another buddy of mine, Edward Shelton, and I was talking about, you know, he asked me because I was talking about going to Worlds. He's like, well, are you going to go to Worlds to try to win Worlds? Or are you going to Worlds just to have fun since it's your first time? I was like, I would honestly just rather meet a bunch of people that I haven't met yet and, you know, play some Battle Royales. You know, try to try to win some swag. You know, right. not necessarily going at it to the standpoint of, oh, I must become the world champion. You know, <laughs> Everybody can't be Isaac. Everybody right. can't be Isaac. No, the boy genius, I call him. Right. Because you know, he's just, he's just, ever since I've known who Isaac was, he's been winning stuff. Yes. <laughs> I, I got to, I have to, I have to reiterate what you, I misunderstood your question when you asked me who was, who have I played, uh, played with and played against. I gave you people that I played with as far as teams, people that I, I played against that I, that are really good. Uh-huh. That I learned stuff from was um, Scott Crampton. I played Isaac in Sealed, which I learned some stuff from him. Um, but Isaac, or, I'm sorry, Isaac, Scott Crampton, Daniel Powell, learned a lot from him too. And like I said, I've been playing the game for a long time and still learned some stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's one of the, two other, PJ Bowling. I got to gotta give it to him because he, he taught me some stuff about my team when I first got it. Or when I, my Blackheart team, he, he told me some stuff to do, and it, it really helped me out. And um, just just a lot of guys. I can't even mention everybody that you know that that's helped me do. I'm not I'm not the greatest player, but I, I'm not I'm not one that you can you, you can make a mistake and be like, oh, I'm just going to beat him. You right. know, I, you gotta you gotta play your game. I hear that, and I think that's that's an exciting thing too because I feel like when a lot of people come into it it's like you know i i had somebody ask me one day they, they made the comment they said i want i want to go i want to play states and i was like okay what kind of team are you planning on building 
He was like, oh, I don't know. I really don't know what's meta. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to my initial question. What team do you <laughs> plan on building? He was right. like, well, I don't really know. I was like, well, that you got to do. You got to figure that out first. Yeah. Because if you don't figure that out, like I can't help you if you don't know for sure what you're wanting to run. You know, because, you know, then the other question I asked him was the same question Edward asked me was, are you going to go to learn how to play better or are you want to go to win? And because if you're trying to go to win, you should have been spending a bunch of money months ago. Right. You know, because you're going to need to spend some money and then not only get stuff in, but you're going to have to get it in and learn how to pilot well. Because you're going to need to know what your stuff does, but you're at least going to need to kind of know what's coming at you. You know? Yes. And that's, I think that's an important thing. I think a lot of people miss sometimes, especially, and it's not just hero clicks, it's any game you play. You know, if you're playing the the latest DLC of Mortal Kombat 1, which hasn't even come out yet, but just use it as an example, uh, you know, you you have to understand that certain characters are going to come at you with bigger moves at the different direction. You know, like Sonya is going to be a lot quicker to have to deal with than, say, a uh, Sub-Zero. You know, yes. but Sub-Zero is going to slow you down, stop you a lot of times, depending on which version you're getting. So it's just a matter of knowing enough to understand what's coming at you. And so you said you saw a lot of MOE. Now, what what is your assessment of the uh, Masters of Evil chases? Since I don't play them, and I'm going to be... <laughs> They're oh they're good. I mean they are they're they're, they're beyond good, especially yeah. if you're playing. You can just one of them, where you're able to, to swap out and, and switch and you know do a whole whole bunch of stuff with them. They're good. I thought they should. I thought that they should have been unique, so you can't play more than one. But they said they said that about uh, Surfer Carnage. You know you should, he should be unique too. So you know it's it's one of those skip and tape type of things. You know right. I, I want my stuff to be good, but I don't want the stuff I'm playing against to be good. You know. Yeah, but it's a it's a very it's very viable. Make it MOE's X Men swap out with them. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But they are they are really good. If you haven't played them, I would I would suggest you know you you know playing them. Yeah. Now I can honestly tell you that I've not I've gotten some Avengers 60th, but I've not had a chance to pull any of those guys. Um, and I know again, it's that. You know, you, you, I'm not a financial advisor, but I will tell you this. If you're wanting to play with the big boys, you you, you need to make some deals. You need yep. to, but you, you're going to have to spend some money on it, just to be real. I mean, it's, I, and I'm not going to say pay to play. That's not what I'm going to say at all. You're either going to buy packs and hope you pull it. Right. Or you're going to have to buy the pieces that you want. Right. And the thing about it is, it's like I told somebody one day, a buddy of mine was like, well, you know, I could buy a brick for this much and I could possibly pull said chase. I was like, well, you could, or you could buy a case and not pull the one you want. That's, that's the gamble. You know, that's that's the thing. It's like, do you spend 200 or $300 to not pull? And, and, and in some, and, and, and you're not guaranteed a chase per brick or a case. Right. So let's say you buy that case and neither one of them get you a chase. So then it's like, okay, I, I went through all that, spent $300, didn't get it. Well, if the chase is $200, you know, that's the one you want, then, you know, you got to think, well, am I spending wisely on the gamble? 
or am I going to take the time and say, let me go ahead and just get the piece I want? A buddy of mine has been looking for the uh, Prime uh, Iron Spider for a Sinister Syndicate team. You mentioned a, somebody played a Sinister Syndicate team. I'm pretty sure the the Prime Iron Spider was on that team, more than likely. It was. And because he just makes that team a whole lot better. Oh, you can't outwit anybody on the team if it starts out. I believe it's, it's, if it starts out on a Sinister Syndicate theme team. They just yeah. can't be outwitted. So even if you kill him later, you still can't outwit them. So right. you're dealing with a whole you're you're losing a power <laughs> that's very vital in the game when you say, Well, you can't outwit any of my master any of my sinister syndicate. And if I'm wrong, y'all let me know, you know, on the thing there as you're listening. Oh, but it, don't forget the if he rolls leadership, you can't use your equipment, your effective equipment. Oh so that, that soul sword you have, that ain't gonna help you out. Nope. So, oh, do you have a dark hold? Yeah, you yeah. can't use that either. <laughs> did you did you did you bring pumpkin bombs from Spider Man to be automate? Yeah, you can't use that either. <laughs> uh, the web shooters, the Billy yep. clubs, the angler, <laughs> whatever. You're just kind of out of luck. So you're you're spending at that point. In some cases, you're spending points. You know that world's finest if they have a utility belt on them. You know, they can't use that either. You right. Know? You know, or that uh, that all-black necro sword. you know. And so, yeah, that, that's true, too. You know, you got to look at it. That's all the thing. And I was telling him, I was like, okay, the piece right now is between $75 to $80. Okay. If you go and just spend the $75 to 80 bucks to get the piece, you've got it. You've got the rest of your team. And you're not that bad off. If you go and buy two bricks of beyond amazing and you pull a different prime that you didn't want <laughs> you know you just spent two hundred dollars three hundred dollars and then still didn't get what you wanted there and right. so it's just it's it's you know you it you know i i think I, I think it was pj that said it on critical clicks he was just like you know you you uh you can't or clicks off you can't you know you, we don't talk about a pay-to-play situation but you just understand if what if what you want costs that money, you're going to pay it, right? You know, I, I look at it like this: it's it's always I don't care what game you're playing, if it's a, if it's a tabletop game that involves miniatures, it or cards. You you can't just single out every. There's a lot of games that that are pay to play, or pay, I'm sorry, pay to win. And it's it's in every every collectible game. HeroClix is no exception, but. If you pull it, you're good. If you if you somebody somebody told me a long time if you can afford it, buy it. If you can't right. afford it, you know then you got to you got to go a different route. Mm-hmm. I've always been I've been very fortunate to be able to pull the pieces that I, that I have in in um in seals. Uh, ergo the um, at Rock Cup, I pulled the Silver Surfer Carnage and the Dark Phoenix together. Nice. You know, who who does that? How, how does that, you know, I should have bought a lottery ticket that day. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 excuse me, Howard, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to buy a lottery yeah. ticket at the nearest gas station. I'll be right back. <laughs> right. But those pieces don't guarantee you victory. As you can see, I didn't win the tournament. I got beat in the, in the last game by two, by a team with the two super is and a, and a, uh, and a rare mm-hmm. and a common, you know, so it, it doesn't, it, 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 
the pay to the pay to win doesn't actually doesn't always mean you're going to win. Right. So if you if if you feel like you can go into a, a tournament with uh, a team with uh, you know some commons uncommons, you know, hey, good luck to you. Doesn't mean doesn't mean you're not going to win some games, but you're not you're but you're not going to win the top games. Mm-hmm. You know, just if you if you're going with that with that mindset or that team, hey, buddy, just remember you're going to go in there and take some lumps, and you you got to you know build build on build on that team, right. Right. Do do what you can with what you have, but then understand you're going to have to make put some work in to make it better. Yeah. And uh, you think about that. And ultimately, here's the thing. The reason why I don't feel like Hero Clicks is as much pay to play uh, is because it involves dice rolls, guys. Oh, yes. I don't care what you say. The be- best the strategy. The most random moment. You've got the best plans in the world. And you roll a double one. It doesn't matter what that plan was. You just missed. Yeah. Even you if you only needed a two to hit him. Yeah. You just missed. You better get some prob or something. But my, those dice are always a great equalizer. I'm, I was playing yesterday. I was playing against uh, against Jalen in top four. And he has, he's playing, um, he's playing Sky Tart with the, with the Necro Sword. Sky so Tart is brutal. Yep, he runs up and hits me. I like I gotta roll a three. I gotta roll a four, five, six to avoid him hitting me with my with my carnages because of my apoc rollout. It doesn't matter if I, if I roll a three or three or less. Doesn't matter. I take that damage. I can't do anything about it. Those dice does, doesn't matter what you have. Those dice are the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. You can there are ways that you can you can try to manipulate that, but that doesn't always help either. Yeah, you can't guarantee because even in a world where dice rolls a thing, you've got people out in the game. Uh, case in point, uh, what is it? The un- is it uncommon or is he rare? Sinister from uh, Exus Horde? He's, He's a rare. You know, it just be like, oh, I'm sorry, did you roll a five and a six? Yeah. <laughs> you now have a double one, and yeah. you just critically missed. Yep. Wait, how did you do? Oh, because I've had Mara McTaggart sit there, you know, that common from the, a couple of sets back. Yeah, just load me up with rollouts on my, you know, the last three turns. Right. So now I'm just sitting there waiting on somebody to roll a one and something else that they don't choose to re-roll, and I'm just going to replace that five with a one. Right. You know. And his, so. his come his come after your after all dice things are done, he can replace, you know, all your use all your prob. Well, let me take that one and make that a crit miss. Yep. You better have yep. the start card out. Yep. Or uh, or also and or, you know, Saturnine. Yeah. You know, the prize Saturnine just negatively impacts your hack roll. You know, or you get ready to charge in and Unity Unstoppable says, I'm gonna roll my chance here. And if you if I roll high enough, you're not get you have to go back to where you started from because you can't get you can't even come in here. Right. You know, and then just be like, you know, and now you're back over there. <laughs> right. So there are a lot of interesting counters in the game. So I appreciate the fact that those exist. Um, how long they exist, that could be interesting because we don't know what the retirement cycle is going to look like. Uh, especially since normally we would have already had retirement. But this year, WizKids was like, nope, we're going to do it after Worlds. I like that, though. I like the retirement after Worlds. It's going to give people more uh you're gonna see more diverse teams out there i think you'll mm-hmm. see you will see a lot of the same stuff out there but you'll see a lot of a lot more you see a lot of different teams out there not everybody not everybody's gonna be playing 
like last year, the the hundred point APOC, you know, the the legacy card one. Everybody was playing that. Everybody was. It's like the same teams were over and over. I think this year it's going to be a lot more diverse field. I hope. I hope it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that's funny about it. It's just you look at the game state. You look at what's going on in the game, and you're you're going well. You know what what can we do to make it more diverse? Well, if you extend that uh, time frame out. You say, well, we're not going to let the retirement go to after worlds. And then it's like, okay, we're going to get rid of this set to this set. Well, then a lot of the stuff that you saw won't be active anyway. You know, right. by that point, too, which it it, it, it it leaves opportunity to get rid of a lot more things in a rotation because now it's gotten its fair shake in the tournament, tournament cycles. And so... It's a beautiful thing in that regard. So I'm going to ask another question. Now, how many states have you been to this year, Mr. Major? This year, only, I've only been to two so far this okay. year. Uh, state tournaments, only only been to two. I was supposed to go to Indiana today, and uh, that didn't happen. Um, so I'm kind of sad about that. Um, we'll be going to Chicago. So it'll be three total Okay. after Chicago. Yeah. And then get ramped up for Gen Con, see how that works out. Yeah, so, Gen Con should be very interesting. What is a uh, – I have another question here for – I have a big question to load, but I've not uh, asked it yet. I'm just kind of curious on things. If we talk, I've kind of get questions in my head. So what is a piece that – you know, because, of course, if you didn't do, like, San Diego Comic-Con, which was this past weekend, that the first opportunity for a lot of the con exclusives – are going to be at Gen Con. Is there a con exclusive that will be available at Gen Con that you're excited about getting your hands on? Uh, Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Yes, just because that's – I've always wanted one. I even have a – I have a friend that does painting, and I had him paint me uh, – do me a, a sculpt of Space Ghost. It's, real, it's a small one. Yeah. So I was like, man, that'd be cool if we had a Space Ghost Con LE. And uh, now we got one. I just need Jan Jason Blip as <laughs> yeah. a token, but they didn't do that. They just named a power after them. And yeah, like, man, it would have been nice to have a token. I don't necessarily need them, you know, Peter the Hunter with all three, but it'd have been nice to have like a token that had all three of them on it that had a special power. That'd have been cool. You know, just be like convincing exclusive token. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, I think Space Ghost is the one I'm gonna want uh, a lot. Um, I think another one I'm really kind of excited about is because, of course, at the world, you know, they have that package deal that you can get where you can get the watcher with the battle armor. And I was like, I hope that watcher is just stupid dumb. Like he just goes in and wrecks people's faces. Right. But I'm kind of leery because I'm like, his opponent was the Ultron that we got in Disney Plus, and that one wasn't too great. That was so trash. I'm hoping that they give us a better Ultron, a better, uh, Watcher than the Ultron. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay if we don't do mission points on this one, guys. Let's just, let him just be a brawler, you know. Or if you're gonna do mission points, I mean, maybe make it to where it's like, anytime he does a close combat attack, he gets a mission point for how much damage he did actually gets taken by that person, or something. But you cap his damage so that he can't be like you cap his stuff so like he can't be equipped with it in there or something. You know, so if that way, if he rolls or gets a crit six, like if he gets a crit six or something like that, then say his damage is four, we get the crit six, he can do five. 
So if they take three of it, then he's gonna get three bishop points off of it. Right. That's cool. You know. Just an idea. I've not seen a dial. I'm not seeing his card. I have no idea what this dude's gonna do, but I still want him. Yeah, just to just because. You know. Yeah, definitely so. Uh so you mentioned Gen Con. Are you gonna try to do are you gonna go more toward the 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 competitive side of it or are you gonna go more toward the battle royale side? I'm gonna I'm competing in the in the the Nats tournament. See how I see how I do. If I qualify, if I if I qualify, great. If I don't, I'm going to the Silver Age tournament. Okay. I think if I make it to Gen Con, I think I want to just primarily do battle royales. Although I know that like the spots are sold out, so maybe a lot more of me just watching things go down, right? You know, and just seeing how things roll, and just be like, all right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna check out some stuff. It's gonna be nice. I get to see some people. I get to meet some new people I haven't seen before, and I get to you know maybe go around and find some vendors that have some stuff that's cheap, and I can get my hands on some cool things. That would be nice too. So here's a big question I'm loading up now. You mentioned you played with your you played with your son last. You had you had a, a matchup against your son yesterday. What got y'all started playing together? Um, he was about eight years old, and I was sitting. He was sitting around the the house and had some hero clicks sitting out, and he was like, "It's like, Dad, what are these?" And we just started, we started playing, and it was just like at one point he's like he's, he's like he, I want to play, so we started out playing, and it all it went from, oh, I'm sorry, it went to just him being able to learn math and strategy, okay. Which at that point it helped him with his football and his basketball because I I could see where he was starting to think differently on the basketball court and on the football court or football field, you know, on how how he thought and how he played the game. Mm-hmm. And it also helped him with his math and stuff in, in school. So it was always like I told I would roll he'd roll the dice and I'd be like, okay, well you have a 17 or you have a 17 defense. I rolled a 10. I made him do all the math. I told him, I said, you know, what what's the points or what what's the what's the numbers? And he would tell me. And I and then it got from and then from there it went from he started going to events with me and playing. And they used to call him Easy Win. That was his nickname for about maybe a, a year or two and then uh he started he started winning and then mm-hmm. they, they start in at so from eight to ten he he was no isaac he probably he, he he wasn't no isaac but uh he was he was pretty good at, at that eight and got better as you know time went on right but it, it got on it we started playing it together because it was something that me and him could do that didn't cost anything right it could be done at home it could be done at nine o'clock at night in the, in the summertime. You know, it was it was simple and easy. And I I always tell people, so if yeah, if you have kids, and you want something to do with you know with them, if if they're into superheroes, that that's something you can do. Even even if it's just putting them on on the map and just you know just moving around and playing with them, you know you don't got to do the whole thing. Just something, and you know maybe they can, maybe they'll pique your interest and they they might like it. Right. And that's really important too, considering that that's something that you look at, because the reality is, especially when you're dealing with a child, um, you know, and you're dealing with superheroes, like you said, you know, I'm getting ready to go to a convention. It's a little small convention in a library, 
You know what I have in my bedroom? I have a bag of just common and uncommons that somebody got me when I was getting back into the game. I've taken out what I needed out of there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give the rest of these away to people at the con. You know, because I mean, it's a giveaway. Part of the convenience of the con is the table. The tables are free, but you got to have something to give away. I was like, I give away hero clicks. I mean, we're talking about superheroes every hour. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, hey, here's a Wolverine. Here's a here's a Cyclops. Here's a here's a Ben Grimm. Here's a you know whatever. Here's a little card that goes with it. You know, what's this game? Uh, I can tell you this, but here's a website you can go to. Check that out because that'll have the rules and stuff if you're if you're interested in. Every time yeah. somebody asks me asks me about the how you know what's it like, I always equate it to if you've played Final Fantasy Tactics, if you played that game on, on the on PS three, uh-huh. two, one of those games, then you'll you'll get you'll get the gist of what it looks like on the on the map. I and mean, granted that that's more than that's more of a three D type of thing, but it's it's played on a grid. It's played on a uh, you gotta move, you have to actually move your figures and you go from there. It's, it, I mean, it's it's kind of like the chess with superheroes, but without, without with with the dice, right? And the thing about it is, certain characters get benefits. Case in point, uh, old uh, old uh, our old friend, our new old friend, uh, the Prime Hulk, that you can yeah. play at ten points and just be like, I'm gonna crash through objects, and oh, they they did an errata, so now it's like, okay, it's per turn. I do it. Okay, so I give him cloakal levitation. And then it's just like, all right, I'm gonna charge through, break a piece of, just break a piece of wood or whatever, break a piece of thing, come out on the other side, hit this dude. Oh, I picked up a soup, I picked up an object, and hit him for an additional this. Oh, he died. So now I'm just gonna do a sidestep with the cloak of levitation, break another piece, and now I'm gonna hit, get the opportunity to heal again. Yeah, you know, that but, that, Hulk is a, that Hulk's a problem. You can't, oh, we, yeah, you can't leave him. You can't leave him alone because if if he gets to uh, get gets too much up i mean he's an 80 point figure you know for 10 points he's right. a problem. you got to deal with him yep you're not wrong and that's the thing it's like it's it's there i love what you had to say when you said that there's multiple multiple issues because it's not the standard just oh here's team a that this person played with if i beat this if i build this team i can win because again like we've already talked about there are a lot of variables that are outside of your control. You don't know yes. what you're going to roll. You don't really know what your opponent's going to do because just because two people play the exact same team doesn't mean they're going to play the exact same way. Correct. Um, there are certain things that, yeah, there's characters like Scarab. Did you see the, uh, I think it was PJ's team with the loaded, loaded out Scarabs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was... Like, if I went to Indiana, I'd, I would have hated that team because it's just like I got too much equipment. So it's yeah. like, well, my game's over. <laughs> and Scarab is going to shoot me with my own stuff. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's just like there's a lot of stuff out there that's dangerous. I mean, world's finest. Uh, I heard a lot of people say, you know, you're either going to play at full points or you're going to play it at, you know, 60. You know, if you're playing it at 60, okay, well, what are you running with it? You know, what's the goal? I haven't seen many theme teams around it. Most everything has been non-themed. You know, and you're just running running interference with him because he's just so tough to take down. He is. You know? 
And then you're just going, okay, so even if you do take them down, it's like, all right, so I'm going to get another finger, which I, I am going to ask a ruling question on that because they just came out with the uh, Batman, the mermaid Batman. And so it says when it comes onto the field or whatever, if it comes out onto the field, it's something to do with like if it's used as a replacement figure or when it, oh, before it would die, before it would die, bring out another Batman that is lower or equal points to this Batman. So I'm going, so if you world's finest and you bring out the mermaid Batman, do you technically get to have a Batman come out twice? I don't think so because I don't think you can replace a replace a replacement figure. You know what I mean? You know, and, and that may be true. I'm just thinking because it's a different figure causing the effect. Because World's Finest is the one that gave you the initial effect of, okay, well, it would die. Do a replacement figure of one if it's 60 points. Or if you're playing it at a higher point value, you get to replace it with two as long as they don't equal more than the point value you're playing it for. Right. That's that's above my pay grade. That's some that's a that's a PJ question right there. That's or a, that's a PJ Bowling question right there. Yeah, I may throw a, it out to him. Be like, hey, I got a question. <laughs> yeah, but above my pay grade, I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just, I saw that. I was like, wait a minute. Are there some shitty nannigans that can occur? <laughs> yeah, oh, so, somebody's thinking about it right now. Thinking about somebody's oh, thinking. I can do this and it. You know, have like, nah, yeah. <laughs> The Batman chain. Yeah. <laughs> this Batman comes out after World's Finest gets destroyed. This Batman comes out after this Batman gets destroyed. This right. Batman comes out after this Batman gets destroyed. And you just never get the points for anything. <laughs> he just keeps coming back somehow. Right. Okay. So the next thing I'm going to ask you is this. So you mentioned different teams you played. What was the funnest experience that you had at Kentucky States? Like, who was the team that you played? Who was the person that you played that you just you just cracked up and had a ball with? Uh, Jason Alvey. Okay. Because we would, uh, we would, we were playing and uh, he was, he was, all, he was flustered and he was like, man, I, I don't want to break away because if I, if I break away, I'm going to roll a one. And we, I said, I said, just do it. Just see what happens. Right. What happened? He, roll, he rolls a one. He was like, "I see, I told you." And we, I mean, we just, you know, was one of those things where you know, it was like everything, everything that could, that could go wrong for him went wrong, and he was, and he called it before it happened. I was like, "Well, he was, he's probably my, the best, the funnest, the the most is that that's not even a word, the funnest, the I, the best game." You know what? It's on our pod. It's on this podcast. As far as I'm concerned, it's a word. So I'm gonna follow the word for this. If it's not a word, oh well. One of these days when I get a doctorate degree, I'm just gonna start making up a bunch of words anyway. Right. Don't don't at me on that one. Nope. So, um, and the the guy that played the the Sinister Syndicate team, I had, I had a fun time playing that one because I was able to do some things with my team that I that I couldn't do with somebody else against somebody else's team because it was a uh, and when he rolled he he would roll his leadership and I couldn't do my couldn't do my uh, my equipment effect, so I had, to, I had to do different things. You know, it made me think, made me think more. Right, right, right. Yeah, because that's a different thing too. It's like when stuff hits you that like causes your equipment to pop off or whatever. And I was really surprised. I know she wasn't the most built well figure, but I remember when Disney Plus when the the Nebula came out, and it's like, oh, if Nebula hits, then you just you get lose your equipment. 
You know, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that'll be something that could be used in something. And not really. You know, but there again, it's just, you know, nobody put the time into it and thought, well, you know, is that something we could use? I don't know. I but, think there uh, was too many points to use her. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. It may be. It may be. Hey, guys, if you're joining the conversation, consider helping the podcast out a little bit. If you want to go to the link in the description below, it's usually the first thing you see there whenever you go into the link descriptions. You get a chance to go to Nerd Kung Fu, buy a T-shirt, buy a pair of socks, buy some memorabilia from rock and roll or comic books or comic book movies from Marvel and or DC, Star Trek, Star Wars, etc. Whatever type of fandoms you're into, check it out. Get a chance to help support the show. Greatly appreciate you dropping in on that link and checking out the merchandise and what you can do to get some stuff from them and help us out as a show. Appreciate you doing that greatly. Thank you for rocking with us and I hope you enjoy the show. Um, now, another question I'm going to ask you too. Now, I know you were doing the States thing. Have you, what are your thoughts on the pulp format? Do you feel like that's something that's viable? Do you feel like you have you got a chance to play any pulp tournaments or anything like that? I haven't played pulp lately. I did last one, uh, I did when States was pulp. I played now Pope is, is, I think is a better format for people that don't want to spend a lot of money on the game. I think that is perfect for them. You know, um, you can run around with commons, uncommons and rares, you know, and if if that's your thing, if you you know, if you're, it it is competitive, but it's not, it's not, um, it's not medicum. You don't have to, you don't, you don't, you don't have to have a meta team to play a Pope team. Right. You just and need I, to know what it does, what your team does, because you you walk out there and it's just like, okay, well I bought a I bought a couple packs of Disney Plus. Here's my team with uh, Renslayer and you know the, the the TVA, and it's just like, all right, and Deathstroke's gonna come up and pulse wave all of you, right? And then if that's enough, it's gonna be like, all right, so now Blue Marvel's gonna show up. He's just gonna start shooting you, or you're gonna shoot back at him, and then he's gonna heal each turn, right? You know, but once again, those those are rares. Those aren't super rares or, or chases. So right. You, Everybody, you can buy a pack off the wall and go play a pulp team. Yeah. So I, I, I do like it. I do like it as a cost-effective way for somebody to get into the game. And, but once again, you're going to run into that guy that has that's going to be great, and he has a, a team that's going to that's going to make you cry. But you know, yep. oh well. But again, you, gotta, you get the you chance to learn. And you're not spending a whole lot of money to make. If you say, well, you know what? He beat me with that team. Let me buy that team and see why he did so well with it. Yeah. You, you have more it. of an opportunity to break that down. Yeah. You got a good, you, you can make a good pulp team for under $8. Mm-hmm. And so those are the type of things that, that can be done with it. I mean, and that's the thing that's important too. You know, it's, it's how do I, it, it's how do I adjust? Yeah, you know, because that's ultimately the question you have to ask yourself: How do I adjust? What do I do to make make things happen? And I feel like that's a fair thing to do. Um, another thing I'm going to ask you at this time is: Okay, so let's say you're going to, of course, you're going to go to Gen Con and compete. Uh, do you feel like the team that you have is going to be something you're going to rock with, or do you feel like you're going to rock with something different? Um, you know what? I'm playing it. I tried. I thought about tinkering with it a little bit, but you know what? Nah, I'm leaving the way it is. It's uh, I think it's good the way it is. It can like it can be beat. I can beat some things if if I get decent dice rolls. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm rolling with what I got. I might go to Chicago. I might play something different, but I think I'm staying with what I got. 
Okay. Sounds like a plan. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the, those are the type of questions I like to ask, especially when it comes to this, because it's, it's you know, you, you have to deal with it. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I don't care what anybody says. The big old, the big boy Carter is a hard thing to deal with. Carter yeah. Surfer, hard thing to deal with. Uh, you know, can they be beaten? Yeah. But you're going to have to put in a lot of mental work to do it. And I think that's one thing a lot of people don't take into effect, too. Okay, so just for world, just for states yesterday, you got there probably sometime around, say, 9 o'clock-ish Eastern Standard Time because, of course, the doors open at 9. And you played until about what time? Like, what's, uh, what was the schedule for you guys? Like, I know because this is kind of leading to another one of those days of things you need to know before you start wanting to get into competitive hero quick playing. We played, it's, we started it's a day. 10, 10 and probably got done around 7, 8 o'clock. Okay. So you factor that you probably got a lunch time. You got a lunch break in there probably, what, 30 minutes to an hour probably? No, we, we played right through. Oh, okay. Y'all just went straight at it, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, but the but the idea was there, of course, you know, dice were rolling at 10. And that's really important to go to like a state, especially is that you have to start on time. But that means you have to get in there. You have to get your stuff paid off if you haven't paid it. You have to get your team sheet filled out. You know, you've got to have your stuff ready, which also means prepping before you go because nothing is worse than going to a state and realize that you left your biggest piece at the house. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no guarantee that somebody else has it that you can borrow it from at the thing if they're not using it. You know what I mean? And so those are things that I would say. Uh, what would be some things that you would recommend that maybe we haven't talked about? If somebody said, well, you know, I've never done a state's. I've never done a world. I've never done a nationals, things like that. What kind of things do you recommend to them? If you're going to go play and stuff like that, put some. You gotta, you gotta play your team. You got, you gotta play your team. I don't care who you're playing against. Repetition is always good because you don't know what you're gonna do. I got a, a guy that I work with, name is Corey Sims. He's okay. He, he's, he's is that, a, is that, is that him in the background? Okay, yeah. I, hear, I hear laughter. I hear like a maniacal laughter. Like, oh, when he gets off this interview, oh, so like, yeah. I got so many plans. He, he, just, <laughs> he got back into the game, you know. After, he's he's actually one of the people that I started playing with way back in the day. We're talking like long time. ago. He was probably like 13, 14 when I met him, maybe younger than that. And um, he got back into the game, and I told him, I "said You just all you got, you just got to play your game. You know, you know the game. Just got to play your team." So uh, he might go. He might go to Worlds, and uh, if he beats me, I might quit. <laughs> you just, you just, you just go in. You sit across from him. He beats you. You just like the I'm student has. The, the student has now become the master. <laughs> and you just hold the you just hold the duffel box open with all of the special stuff. You just hand it to him like he's you're bequeathing him a special treasure. Right, and then he's like. Really, I can play with this. No, fool, give that stuff back to me. You know how much money it costs me, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you just, you know, yeah. I mean, and those are one of the things I love about the community of Hero Clicks is a, it's a community. Um, most people listening to this aren't going to know. Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks back, uh, we as kids announced what the prizing was going to be for Worlds, and people had opinions. Uh, some felt like the pricing was a little bit outdated considering that retirement was going to be shortly after Worlds. And 
and the community really got together. Now, yeah, there's some people in the community that are just like, oh, you're just complaining just to complain. And there are other people are just like, look, we just want worlds the way we want worlds. Like, if people spent their hard-earned money and their time, uh, shout out to Scott, shout out to uh, Caller and all them and the different people who have put on their states at different places and everything like that, and they've put in a lot of time, sweat, and hard work to make their states do well. And then to have whiz kids kind of say, yeah, here's the prizing for worlds. And it's just like, so hero clicks at Huntington's had better prizing than the whiz kids world championship. is going to have like, is that Actually, what I'm seeing? You know, most of the States got better prizing than what, than what, than what was going to be at world. Right. Right. And they, and they, and they listened, they listened to what we had to say. You know, I, I don't think anybody went in there threatening to bomb the place or nothing. I think right. everybody just kind of expressed, you know, hey, we're not happy. Because my thing I broke down was how much money is it going to cost for me to get to Worlds? If I take a plane trip to Memphis and then I have to, in order to me to get what I want to enjoy the experience, I got to stay at a hotel, at the Graceland Hotel, which is going to be $159 a night. So if you stay four nights, that's almost $700. By the time I fly my happy butt down there, that's a thousand dollars, and I'm not eating one meal. I've not eaten. I've not played. I've not done anything. I've not bought any Connellys. I'm at a thousand dollars right there, right before you I even know. walk in the building. And so what you're telling me is you're gonna give the prizing out to people, like, and, and I'm gonna say it right now. I'm okay at Hero Clicks. I'm not great. I don't get the chance to run set reps like I wish I could. I'm not in a community of people around me where I got people that are willing to be like, hey, buddy, let's run some rep set reps this week. You know, man, I got a team I put together. I want to see how it does. Bring me your best stuff and let's see how it works. I don't have that around me, really, because Somerset for me is about an hour and a half away and I don't have a car. So and even if I have a car, I have to have the time to run those set reps and get back and go to work and all that fun stuff. But here's the thing. The community came together and we were just like, you know, um, yeah, we're not happy about this. And WizKid made some very quick changes. Uh, you know, they admitted that, yeah, there were some mistakes made in the initial posting um, and so forth. How did you feel about that overall? As far as the whole world's kerfluffle. I thought that it was... Um... I'm trying. I'm trying to be politically correct. Fair enough. I thought s- some people did have did have good opinions on it. I thought maybe you know I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they they maybe they just forgot because they got new people working there that do that type of stuff. So just maybe they they might have forgot what was supposed to be there, you know, or maybe they just they just didn't know. Um. So I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, Persecute nobody from whiz kids because you know you never mistakes happen right right that's but, fair but the uh the pricing as it stayed as it stood on the uh on the web page when they first announced it was it made it made me think well dang do i really want to go you know because so, I, I can get that stuff from playing in a uh an roc tournament or, or whatever you know right i felt that you know when they changed it it was better. The 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 uh, make a figure thing they brought that back. That was that was 
one of the biggest things that people wanted, which is which I agree with. Um, I don't think that what you're going to give me stuff that I can just go buy, stand in line for five minutes and buy. I, it, it's got. I thought that should be something special. You know, the the winner. You know, you playing that type of thing. You should get something. You shouldn't just be able to have to get the same thing that you can just go stand in line and buy. But you know, like I said, I don't. I don't run with kids. I don't. I got no say so in them. Right. They got. A plan, they got a plan for a reason. You know that something going on. I think that I don't like the fact that they give us a lot of older stuff that is retired anyway. I think if you give if you give me a retired le, say like a bat mite, you give me that for prizing. It's like, well, what am I going to do with? It? I can't play it. You know, it's it's a mute point. I can't play it in. I can't play it in Silver Age because it's too old. I can't play it in Pulp because it's a con L, because it's a le. You know, give me a give me a legacy card for it, or make it retroactive. Being able to be played. Yeah, I, I saw somebody post that. I was like, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if they had older Con LEs that they're giving away. Have a legacy card with those Con LEs. Yeah, or just or just make anything or anything Con LE related doesn't retire. You know, or or something like that. It, it's if you're giving me if you're going to give me something, say, oh, you know, here, thanks for playing in this. You know. If I can't play it, it's kind of a slap in the face a little bit. Unless unless you can make it to where I can play this down the road or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, and, that make, and, that, and, that, and that's valid. It really is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a very valid situation because you don't want to be in a situation where you're going, okay, uh, I'm, you're going to hand me, uh, what is it, the Warp World Phoenix? Which I think was one of the ones they gave out last year in the bundle package. Like I said, I think the only one that's not viable, and you may only be able to get it in prizing, is the Watcher. I think everything else in that bundle is viable, or yeah. you could buy it on eBay today. You know, yeah. if you want it. Like, like I don't know that I've ever seen somebody tear the world up with Warp World Phoenix. <laughs> I've never seen nobody play that figure yet. You know. Maybe that's the, you know what, that's the challenge. Maybe WizKid should come up with another thing that's just like uh, the beyond age. Just everything is acceptable. Bring back feet cards. Bring back battlefields. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that that's a, I'll play in that. You know, just so I could, just, just so I could throw armor piercing and stunning blow on stuff. Right. <laughs> and have half the people in the room be like, what's stunning blow? And it's just like, oh, you're about to find out. Right, I wanna I wanna play uh, um, play Arkham Asylum Zoom. I wanna play in contact with Oracle again. I'll play it. Yeah, <laughs> I, play, I, play, I can play Arkham Asylum uh, Zoom with the uh, maneuver side uh, maneuver and uh, per, armor piercing. I, I'll do that. Protected yeah. armor piercing. Maneuver. I forget what I remember a while back. Uh, just we just we just had fun little tournaments sometimes at the local store I played at in Texas. And so, like, we did one where it was like, you get one character, you get one battlefield condition. It can't be over 100 points. Go. And so, it's either a battlefield condition or or, or uh, the alternate ATA or whatever. And so, this one guy brought the one where uh, terrain, you could basically, you could phase through all terrain. I can't remember the name of it, but you basically could just go through all your terrain 
And so, like, one guy had the old school Zoom that had, like, a 14-speed perplex, like a 10 <laughs> or 11 attack, and had, like, three base damage. So he could perplex up his damage at the time. And so you just be like and, – and, and, and I'm sitting there looking at him going, and the guy did it. And I'm sitting there look, shaking my head. He's like, what? I did the thing. I did what I wanted to do. Yeah, and you just killed everybody else on the field. Then what are you talking about? Look at the field. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about, man? You know, we're under 100 points, man. I got prob. I got this. It's like, okay, let's see how it goes. And so the guy that brought Zoom was all like, sucks to be you, guy. Sucks for you. And somebody else looked at him. It's like, it's like, did you have to say that? He goes, I was talking about it on behalf of everybody else on the table. I wasn't talking about it for him. Although, yeah, I'm going to take him out first. It doesn't really matter. Right. You know, but yeah, it was just crazy. So, yeah, I mean, it would be fun, I think, to do that. So, another question I'm going to ask you in your hunt, as you continue to play in states and other things, what's your goal? Is your goal to be a prolific Heroclix player as far as domination there, or is it more like I'm just trying to become the best I could be at it? The goal is to win. Okay. The goal the goal is to be the best. Um, my goal, I, I want to win. I want to be the best. I want to be the best, the best player I can be. I want to be known. I want to be known as you know, when they when they list like the top twenty players in Hero Clicks, I want to be in that top twenty. That is that is what I want to be. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Because um for me at all artists, the reason I'm doing it currently is just like I said, just to, just to get back get my toes back into the world of Hero Clicks. But I've been away for about five, six years, so I haven't really played at all. And so it's just like now I get the opportunity to kind of get dip my toes back in there. But eventually, yeah, I'm going to be coming for blood. Like it's, you know, not Rambo style, but I'm just going to be like, I, I want to be putting in work to do the things, but I've got to, I've got to find a group of people that I know if I say, Hey man, I need to test something out. Can you run some set reps with me? And they'll be like, all right, bet. Even if it is, and I'm not a fan of this, even if it is me doing it online, I, I'm I'm a person, a person, person. It's nothing against Brad. It's nothing against all the wonderful stuff that Brad's been doing um, with the online stuff. I dig it. It's dope. I've played a couple of online tournaments with them, but it's just not the same as sitting across from your opponent, you know, right. rolling dice hand in hand. It's just not the same for me. Yeah, I like to see. I like to look at my opponent, and and if I do something that that was like good. To see their tears roll down their eyes, drink their tears, you know, to, you know that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. I'm just joking. I'm not. I'm not that bloodthirsty, but I like. I like. <laughs> you sit down at the table. Yeah. Hello, my name is Jay Major. I've come for your blood and your destruction. <laughs> it's nothing personal, but to quote Afro Samurai, "My path is straight. My path is straight." Right. <laughs> <laughs> the the only the only time I'm like that is if I lose a game. The next person I play after I lose a game, I do. It, it's it's not it's not fun. It's not fun for them because it's it's and I and I apologize for that. But it's like that's just that's just the way I'm wired. It's like after I lose a game, I have to get back on the winning track. Right. You know. So like I said, if I if I ever play you and, and I've used, yeah, and I've lost, 
just know you're you're gonna get you're gonna try you're gonna get my A game. It's 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 not gonna be a walk in the park. Just 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 be like, just get ready. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta put it on you. I'm sorry, it ain't nothing personal, but I gotta put it on you, man. Right. I mean, but that but that's with everybody. If you don't if to me if you don't have that if you're in a, if you are in a big tournament and you don't have that mindset, you should you. Why, why are you spending your money to play? I understand that you want to have fun, and I understand that you come with a team, but if you lose a game, you have to get back on that, that mindset to win the next game to get back, to get better. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not so much that you want to destroy your point. It's, it's to get better. Right. To achieve and to put in the work, to go in and know that, okay, this is the plan. Yeah, I understand my tarot, but, the, but my opponent had a tarot card deck, and I couldn't control that. But right. as much as I could do to control the outcome of this game, I'm gonna control it. Right. Nobody yeah. woke up. Nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, "I want to be mediocre." Right. I've never seen. I've never heard that before. But you know, you know, you never know. But like I said, that's just me. I don't want to. If I lose a game, I'm not happy with myself until I win again. Now, if I lose, if I lose in like the top eight or top four, I'm still not happy. My goal is to. I want to. I want to win. And I want to do the best. I want to do the best that I can. Now, if I walk just walk into a, a venue, and my team's not up to snuff, and I make top four with it, I'm happy. But if I know my team is built to win, and I don't win, I'm not happy. It's 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 always been like that. When uh, the guys got me, I got to tell the, I got to tell this story because my the guys. Oh, by all means, go ahead. Um, uh, when I first when I first started playing competitively. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't. Play, I wasn't playing competitive. My son and my son, uh, this guy named Zach Grizzle and Trent Morello, they always told me this. Like, you gotta, you gotta go play. You gotta go play. I was like, man, I don't want to. I don't. You know, I don't want that hassle. So it's like, man, you gotta play. So I was like, okay. So I started playing Shredders, and we played at a Kentucky uh, Super Qualifier. It was four hundred points. I played all. I played all four Shredders and Renee Tilly. Went in there and just won. And I got that taste of winning, and I was just like, you know, ever since then, I went in and just just started winning. Just I, I played shredders, played shredders, played shredders, and everybody, everybody was like, that must be, that's a shredder king right there. Because me and uh, Michael Love, he started. They called him the Shredder Prince because he was the second person started playing them. And I went to Worlds, started playing them, and I played shredders because I didn't have to roll the dice. That was the only thing I, I hated about the game. I didn't have to roll the dice. I could just come up. I move. You're poisoned. I yeah. moved your poison. I moved your poison. Oh, you only have four clicks and you're dead. That the first time I the first time I ever played it, I sat down sat down against a guy, and I told I looked at him and said, "I'm sorry, man." He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "You about to find out here in a second. And the game probably lasted like ten minutes. I I didn't make not one attack. Now, yes, the shredder team was kind of cheesy, but it was I played I, I had to make I do have to make make some attacks every once in a while, but playing four of them. And not making an attack, and that's kind of uh, it's kind of op, right? And I think that says this is that the shredders too is that their movement, that in a silver age environment, especially if you had silver age with some of the stuff you have now, can you imagine a world where now it's like, oh, one of them is going to get cloak of levitation and they're going to sidestep and do way more stuff? <laughs> yeah, it just be like, and I'm sorry for the headache you're about to experience. They're they're not as viable now. In Silver Age, because there's a lot of people with with uh, invincible, invincible. Yeah, that's true. They just suck up the damage. But the but the you can't you can't not 
you can't discard them though. If if I was a player, you couldn't discard them because they, they are kind of uh, they're kind of op still. But like I said, there's a lot of people that are invincible, and they can be hit. You know, they you can get hit for you know five clicks down that you can kill one of them or you know one turn one of them. But they're they're still good. Yep, be like. Oh, you killed the little one that becomes the Shredder Shark. Okay, so now we're just going to have the Shredder Shark come after you. <laughs> That's always fun. That was a different time. That was a different time. Right. I still have a. I still have the mini Shredder with the Shredder Shark. I would like to just get the other ones back just to have them in my collection. Um, not that I know when I'm ever going to play in a Silver Age tournament, but I mean, hey, you know, you never know. Where the world, where things may happen in the world and stuff may take me, right? But um, anyway, uh, before we wrap up, because I want to respect your time, I know you had some stuff going on. Uh, what? Who are some people you'd like to shout out? I like to shout out first of all my store, which is Heroes and Games in Columbus, Ohio, in the Convention Center. Want to put that shameless plug out there for the store. Um, I want to shout out everybody that my my team, CWO, me, Randy Carter, Trip Morello, Chris Cottrell, Jalen, he, uh, Jalen abandoned us. He jumped ship, but his, his goal was he always wanted to be on Phoenix Nest. So I was like, do your thing. But, uh, that's, Edward's, Edward will take good care of him. He'll, he'll work with him. He'll, he'll the rest of the team will work well with him. Yeah. They, they keep trying to get me, but I, I, I just can't go. It was, that was Jalen's thing. I would let him have his, let him have his thing. You know, you got to gotta let your son branch off. At, at certain points, so that's his thing. Um, like a shout out for PJ and them for doing all the all the uh, some of the good designs they got those guys make out there. Uh, the design team for Hero Clicks and just shout out Wiz Kids for making things right at Worlds. All right, and there we go, uh, Mister Major. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Um, I, I don't know if I'll be the only person to get you on a podcast, but I wanted to definitely be somebody that did talk with you. Like I said, I've been here, this this mystery man, been kind of lurking in the background at different things. And I was like, I got to talk to this dude. I got to see what's up with him. Like, that's the thing. So uh, last barrage of questions, because this is the geek moment. This is the point, because again, we're a pop culture geek podcast. Gotcha. So one thing I like to do is just do the following. So what favorite cartoon growing up? Transformers. Transformers. Gen 1? G1. Can't, can't, G1. Got to be G1. The, all this other stuff that they've been... Nope. G1 Transformers. Optimus Prime died the movie. Saddest day of my life. Yeah, it, 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 you know, that that's a crazy thing. I, I remember uh, watching the Blu-ray to the uh, Transformers, the movie. And I'm talking about how they had to go in and change Duke dying because Duke was supposed to die in the original G.I. Joe movie. Right. But when Hasbro got hit with all that fan mail because of Optimus Prime dying, they were like, we're not killing this twice. <laughs> we are not going to go through that a second time. We got kids going to counseling sessions over this. Right. We have sent, we have paid a therapist. We have, we have technically helped set up to pay a therapist for their fourth vote. Because we killed Optimus Prime, all right? Kids locking themselves up in the room, not trying to come out for two weeks, trying to go to school, not trying to go to school, upset right. over a robot dying. You think we're going <laughs> to kill a human in a cartoon? Uh, favorite cereal? Like, of all time, yeah. if, you have, if you're a cereal person. Uh, you know what? I'm a... 
man, wow. I like raisin brand raisin brand crunch. I know that that's that's like an old man cereal, but my grandpa got me onto it. Uh, and it's you're it's gonna be weird, but raisin brand crunch with apple juice instead of milk. I've never tried that. I'm not gonna say I'm against it. I'm just gonna say I've never tried it. So next thing, uh, you mentioned favorite cartoon, you mentioned favorite movie. Oh uh a lot of people haven't heard about it, but uh, it's a it, it, it's a black movie, um, the Five Heartbeats. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, I, I'm sorry, I got Five Heartbeats and Major Pain. Those are my two. If if I was locked in a in a room and I had to have two movies to watch, it'd be those two: Major Pain and Five Heartbeats. You say you got a problem with your pain, boy? <laughs> Let me see your finger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had Rodney Barnes on the show. And one of the things he talked about, we talked about major pain. And one of the things we talked about was uh, the experience of working with Damien and how he got that job, how he was able to do set that up and everything. And it's a cool story if you get a chance to check out that episode. But uh, okay, just yeah, Roddy Barnes, just he he that, he's he's like it was one of his favorite movies to ever do was Major Pain. And then he also because of Major Pain, he ended up getting to work as a writer for My Wife and Kids with Damien too. Right. So that was pretty dope as well. All right, so favorite movie. Uh, does Jay Majors collect comics? And if so, what's his favorite comic book? Jay Majors does collect comics. Uh, as I said way back in the beginning when we start started, it was Legion of Superheroes, my favorite okay. book. Um, any iteration except for the new ones. I don't like the new, the Bendis run. I don't like it. and I, and I don't And I don't know why. I think because he, he some of the characters are drastically changed and they, they just sound like whiny they they sound like whiny teenagers, which they are, but I, I just I just didn't like it for some reason. I got something to say. See, I loved, loved uh, and still love, I gotta go get them. The Battle of the Super Sons book. When you had okay. Jonathan and Damien together as kids, just being kids and doing crazy stuff, right? And then Bendis took control of the Superman book. And the first thing he does is he takes Jonathan away for however long. And the next thing he comes back, he's like 16 years old. I'm like, why is Jonathan 16 now? Isn't that going to be weird? Because now they're either going to have to grow Damien up or they're not really going to be able to hang out anymore. It's going to be a weird situation because now Jonathan's like high school age and Damien's still like 10 or 11. Like, how's that going to work? Like, yeah, Damien's mature for his age, but that's going to look really weird. And so then they did the multiverse stuff. And so basically there's still a universe where the super stars are still together. And so they're still doing that thing. And so, which I want to get that book because I love those stories, but it just felt weird. And when they interviewed Bendis, one of the things about was, well, you know, I just don't like writing teenagers that much. I really, I mean, I don't like writing children. I prefer to write teenagers because I have a teenage daughter. I'm like, why did DC just let you do that though? Like, it's like saying, okay, you know what? I I come into a let's say something happens and I get to work for Milestone, the, the new Milestone. And it's like, you know, I don't like writing for black people. What if we just make Icon white? <laughs> if they let me do that, at that point, we have jumped the shark. 
Right. Not only metaphorically, but physically. My first page, it literally be me jumping a shark in a hot, in like a little, like, uh, not a go-kart, but like, you know, those old school trikes. What do they call it? The, the little things that the kids used to ride back in Tri- the day. Big wheels? Big wheels. It's that me on a big wheel, my grown self on a big wheel jumping a shark. And then turn the page, and Icon's now a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy named Phil. Right. And he's just like, well, hi, guys. How's it going? Are you doing okay? Everything's good? We're wonderful. Great, David. Let's go. Yeah. That that, that's, that's my biggest thing with – and we, we just got right off topic, but that's my biggest thing with, uh, with the comics nowadays is I don't mind you giving me a gender swap character or anything else. But give me a different character. Don't give me, don't change the one that you've had for ever and make him, you know, make him make it something different. Give me, give me a new character. Right. Right. I've, uh, I've always had a problem with that. Yeah. It's interesting how many times it's like we want to do representation. Okay. That's fine. I can deal with representation. You got a whole entire universe where you can create whole group of people that you want to create. Nah, we're going to take Robin and do X, Y, or Z with him. Right. Why? We've been only been reading Robin comics for this long. We've been reading from Tim Drake for this long. We've been reading about Dick Grayson for this long. We've been reading about, you know, Jason Todd for this long. You know, now, if, I mean, could could there be a really cool story where, say, Jason, we, we, we come to a book and all of a sudden Jason Todd is a pacifist He's a monk in the middle of Tibet, Tibet somewhere, and we're trying to figure out what happened that caused it. And like through this whole thing, you find out that maybe he got shot. Like to try to take an example of Nightwing, where they did the whole he got shot in the head and he forgot who he was. So for like six months, he's a whole new person. He has no recollection of who he is. But every time they turn around, they threw him in a Nightwing outfit, but he didn't remember he was who he was. I'm like, why would he dress up as Nightwing if he didn't know who he was? Right. Why do we keep throwing him in the same outfit? Or he just, has no idea who he is. <laughs> or just let just let me know in the beginning that this is not make make it give me a different character. You okay, you can give me a like they, they did with the with the with the Superman for Earth 23, the black guy. He's yeah. the president president. Okay, that's a different guy. That's a totally different universe. If you want to do that, give me that. Let me know that that you know you made Superman black, but it's a different earth. It's not Clark. Right. You know, don't don't just all of a sudden, oh, Clark Kent's black. Okay, no, he's not. You know, Clark, <laughs> Clark Kent has always been white. Grew up in Smallville. Give me, you know, if you're gonna give me another guy, give me another guy. Make it a different Earth, or just give me, give me somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. I don't mind the other. I don't mind everything else. Just let me know that this is this is not the same person. Like Miles Morales, when they made him yeah. Spider Man, totally different person, totally different character. And that was one thing I liked that Marvel did with him because it was like it was it was different and you knew it was different. It was a different universe. You knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it where they, they reset the universe and, and now, you know, Alan Scott is a totally different person. Than he was for generations. Yes. People, right. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I see what you're saying there. I mean, that's definitely a, a, a talking point that can be greatly discussed. Um, I think what's really funny when you talk about Miles is the Donald Glover of it all. Uh-huh. And how, you know, the Donald, you, you know the story about the Donald Glover of it all for him, right? Uh-uh. I, 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 I didn't read a lot of Miles Morales, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know the whole thing. I know 
who he is and where he came from. So we're going to go back a little bit to the Wayback Machine for just a minute. Um, so when they were trying to reboot the Amazing Spider-Man, of course, the Dark Knight Returns had just come out. And so they were like, well, we could make Spider-Man more edgy. We could do this is before Andrew Garfield Spider-Man for a timeline purpose. Right. Uh, this is when at one point Marvel had pitched an idea to do a Captain America movie with Will Smith as Captain America. Say, I don't want I don't want that. And make I'm it- like, I'm like, that doesn't work. And they're like, right. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, historically it doesn't work. This is a black man telling you this. This doesn't work. Because go back and look at history. When Jesse Owens won the Olympics at his Olympics. They were in Germany. Adolf Hitler would not even present him the award, the medal that he got. They had to have somebody else come and present him his medal, and they immediately get him out of the country. Now, if they they could do, you could do the Black Captain America if you did it. The um, remember the 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 I, truth. The eyes, yeah, yeah, and that's what that's part of what that came out of too. When they did truth with Isaiah Bradley. That's part of what yeah. they did. They ended up creating that story of this was kind of their version of the Tuskegee Institute stuff before Captain America got the final, the right dose of the serum. Right. And so they did that, which was really cool. But the Donald Glover of it all involves, there was an online campaign that was trying to figure out how to cast for Spider-Man. They were like, well, you know, we can make him edgy. We can make him different. He doesn't have to be white. Peter Parker could be a totally different color if we want him to be. And they were like, well, you know, and uh, somebody online on an online forum is just like, well, Donald Glover could play Spider-Man. He's nerdy. <laughs> and so he saw the post and he was just like, you know what? I'm down with that. Let's do it. And so he was like, Donald Glover for Spider-Man. And so you had one or two part camps. The first camp was, we're not going to watch Spider-Man. Let's Donald Glover play Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden the other camp was, Donald Glover's black. Kill it. Right, <laughs> and he was kind of on the fence about it. He was just like, "Oh, you know, whatever happens, happens." Except he did see one thing, which he did love. He talked about how somebody was trying to say, "Oh, we're just going to make Spider-Man black now. We're just going to make Spider-Man black. What are we going to do next? Make um, have Michael Sarah playing the role of Shaft?" <laughs> and he was on his comedy special talking about that. He was just like, "Yes, yes to that. I would pay money to see Michael Sarah running around about." Oh hey guys, how's it going? Everything okay? Good. Um, yeah, we're just gonna slap some women around. Let's go do that. Let's go do that right now. And, it's just, and I'm like, Michael Sarah is shafts would have just been mind blowing. But then he got upset about it. He was just like, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. We're comparing Spider Man. You can jump off buildings, leap, you know, spider web up stuff. Has the proportional strength of a spider to a black people shafts. That's the best we have. <laughs> Shaft or Spider-Man? Like, I'm like, I'm not going to choose Shaft in that fight. I'm sorry. Spider-Man wins that fight 99.9% of the time. And 1% of the time is because Spider-Man was not aware of the shot before Shaft shot him. (laughs) But it was just the whole thing. And so later, whenever Bendis was working on the character because of the crazy fallout online, he decided, well, they may not accept Peter as black, but what if we create a whole new character? And that was the inspiration for um, inspiration for that. As a matter of fact, in the Marvel Spider-Man Homecoming, there's that scene where Donald Glover gets webs in the car. And there's a deleted scene in that movie where he calls his nephew Miles and says, hey man, I'm not going to be able to make it to your party, man. Yeah, I'm kind of tied up on some stuff right now. The web was dissolving. Right. So then, have you seen it across the Spider-Verse yet? 
Not the new one. I haven't seen the new one. Okay, I'm not going to spoil that for you then. But but there's a reference to it. I'm, st- even- I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to watch it. Oh, so. yeah. That's what I'm, saying. I'm not going to spoil that thing for you then. Uh, other than, and to go back to the original Spider-Verse, because uh, in the original Spider-Verse movie, there's a scene where Miles is watching the community scene where right. Donald Clover is getting up. It's the second start of the second season, and everybody's getting out of bed. And so Donald Glover gets out of bed. He's got the Spider-Man shirt on. And that's in the original uh, Enter the Spider-Verse movie. Okay, so, yeah. You know, so yeah. That was, that was another way they were able to tie to that because Donald Glover kind of basically inspired the creation of Miles. Got it. So, yeah. Uh, so one last hot geeked out question. Um, we talked about best movies. We talked about best comics, best serial Favorite snack food that if you could only have access to it for the rest of your life, what would it be? Snack food, snack food. Man, I don't know. Uh, gummy bears, I guess. Gummy bears, okay. Gummy bears is an acceptable answer to that. I mean, me personally, it's probably going to be just regular old-fashioned popcorn out of a pot. Right. People mess with me on that. They're like, oh, what are you all this microwave popcorn on it? So when you pop popcorn out of pot. it just tastes better, all right? <laughs> a little bit of hot oil, popcorn, let it pop. There you go, bowl. I'm good. A little bit of salt. I don't need much. You know, give me something to drink with it. I'm good. I'm go. Let's go. You know. I don't need much else in life. So, but anyway, it has been a pleasure talking to you, sir. I hope that all goes well as you get ready to go to Chicago. And uh Worst case scenario, if I can't make it to Gen Con, I hope to see you at Worlds. We'll shake hands and say hello, and we'll be able to laugh about it and share a snack or so or something together. Gotcha. Maybe we can go down to Bill Street and get some barbecue or something. For, I can't wait for uh, Worlds. I'm going to the uh, going down to the, the restaurant and the hotel and give me one of them big-ass tomahawk steaks. <laughs> you go ahead. Man, look here. I ain't had Memphis barbecue in a minute. I lived in Memphis for about two years, and that was all I, my aunt, every, like, at least once a week, would stop by some of the different little stores at the pulled pork, and they would sit there and have it, the different type of sauces and things right. like that. So we had oh. we had pulled pork at least once a week. I'm doing the barbecue, stuff. too, but uh, I got to get gotta get one of those big-ass steaks. I got to do that. I got yeah. it last year. I was in uh-huh. a steak coma. I, was, I got it last year. I was in a steak coma last year. <laughs> show up the next morning get ready to play just like I can't roll my dice what <laughs> state coma yeah <laughs> well I tell you what whether I get a tomahawk steak or not I'll join you to experience that moment with you alright so, <laughs> anyway it's been a pleasure talking to you you have just joined us for a conversation it's myself and Jay Major uh, HeroClix uh, states winner in Kentucky uh, he's slowly trying to collect those states uh, infinity gauntlets so if he's coming to your state, just beware. The major protocol has been activated, <laughs> and uh, he's coming for your he's coming for your Infinity Stones. So and everything else you got. So he says I can't win, and I'm not I'm not I'm done with y'all. It's you, you mean, he, he might hit you with that John Cena five knuckle shuffle. He may f five some folks though. <laughs> you hear the theme music come over, just you just know it, it, it's time. It's major time. Right. All right. I appreciate it. Not a problem at all, man. It's been good talking with you. Above all else, guys, do me a favor. Be blessing me a blessing to somebody. Take care.